Welcome to Econ on the Go. Last time we talked about revenue maximization. And while sometimes companies do want to focus on top line growth or maximizing their revenue or increasing their market share, in the long run, we believe that companies try to maximize their profits. And because we're focusing on profit maximization, which is where the revenue side and the cost side are jointly optimized, we're now in the domain of the CEO, the chief executive officer, who has to coordinate demand side analysis from the CMO and the cost side analysis, the supply side analysis from the CFO and the COO, plus others in the organization who weigh in on how best for the corporation to achieve its objectives of profit maximization. So we're focusing on monopolists again because we want to focus on companies that have the ability to change the price in the market that they are offering. So we're going to focus on a profit-maximizing monopolist, and that profit-maximizing monopolist needs to balance the marginal revenue with the marginal cost of generating that revenue. In particular, if the marginal revenue is greater than the marginal cost, then profits are going up if you produce more, so you should keep producing. If the marginal revenue is less than the marginal cost, then profits are decreasing as you produce more, so you should stop and cut back on production. And where marginal revenue equals marginal cost, that's where the firm is maximizing profits because producing a little bit more gains you incremental revenue that's exactly equal to the incremental cost, and so nothing changes. You're on the top of the mountain. Remember, marginal revenue is the change in your total revenue when you add one more unit or produce one more unit. And the marginal cost is the change in your total costs when you produce one more unit. So think about the amount that's going into your Square account or into your online banking system. As you sell one more dress, your total revenue goes from what it was before to what it is when you sell that extra dress. And how much more revenue you gain is the marginal revenue. And if that amount goes up by how much your total costs went up because you produced that extra dress, well, then your profits are higher because you added more revenue than you added cost. And similarly, if the marginal revenue is less than marginal cost, your profits are now lower in total because you produced that last dress. So a profit-maximizing firm optimizes where the marginal revenue equals the marginal cost. And what's interesting is this is true for all firms. We said this is what a monopolist does, but this is what a oligopolist does, and this is what a perfectly competitive firm does. Marginal revenue equals marginal cost. This goes all the way back to the very first session where we said you're trying to maximize the net benefits, the total benefits minus the total costs. And where you maximize those net benefits are where the marginal benefit equals the marginal cost. And for the firm, it's where the marginal revenue equals the marginal cost. We'll see next time how this marginal revenue equals marginal cost applies to competitive firms, but it is true for competitive firms and oligopolistic firms and monopolist firms, every kind of industry structure. The firm maximizes profit where the incremental revenue from producing one more unit of output, their marginal revenue, is exactly equal to the incremental cost of producing one more unit, the marginal cost. For a monopolist, we can take our marginal revenue equation that we calculated last time and set it equal to the marginal cost, which is where they're profit maximizing. And when we do that and rearrange, we find that the optimal market for the monopolist is price minus marginal cost divided by price equals negative one over the elasticity of demand. So remember, our marginal revenue is price 
plus DPDQ times Q. And when I take that marginal revenue, P plus DPDQ times Q, and set it equal to marginal cost and rearrange, I get P minus marginal cost divided by P, which is the same as P times Q minus marginal cost times Q divided by P times Q, which is revenue minus cost divided by revenue or profit divided by revenue, which is the margin. And so the margin equals negative one over the elasticity. And what does that mean? Well, remember, inelastic demand means that elasticity is very close to zero. So negative one over elasticity is very, very big. It's negative one over a very, very small number, which means if a monopolist faces inelastic demand, charge a large markup because you can. As you increase price further and further and further, there are very few and fewer customers that walk away. And so as few customers walk away, as you mark up the price, you're going to get so much extra benefit from raising the price than you lose from having customers walk away. You should increase the price. On the other hand, if demand is elastic, that means elasticity is very close to negative infinity. So minus one over negative infinity is a very small number. You should have a small markup. Even a monopolist will set a small profit margin where demand is elastic, but they make it up on volume. As you set a lower and lower price, you get so many new extra customers that come in that all that new revenue you generate from new customers compensates for the lost revenue from the customers that are now paying you a lower price. So when you have inelastic demand, you should charge a large markup because you can. And if you have a really big elasticity, if it's elastic demand, you should charge a small markup and make it up on volume. That's the basics of profit maximization. Remember, for every industry, for every type of firm, it's where marginal revenue equals marginal cost. That is true for a monopolist, true for an oligopolist, true for a perfectly competitive firm. That tells us how much the firm should produce. The quantity at which marginal revenue equals marginal cost is where the firm is profit maximizing. Next time, what we'll do is we'll take this inside of marginal revenue equals marginal cost and look at it for a perfectly competitive firm to understand how much they will produce and whether they will produce and therefore what that implies for how the market will evolve and where the equilibrium will be. 